Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. I'm going to launch out of Matthew 12. My intent for this is to expose why we are where we're at. And it has to do with things that we don't see, but we see the effects of them. Now there's, there's, there's folks that just don't believe in spiritual beings. They don't, you know, the, the, the Sadducees were sad because they just thought you was here and this was all there was and he blessed you or he didn't if you didn't follow the Lord. And, and the Pharisees believed in resurrection, praise God. And, uh, and so uh, they were, Junior Gardner said that because they didn't believe they were sad, you see. So, uh, but you're gonna run into people who, who don't, they don't believe that there's a spiritual realm out there. And what Paul's pretty plain about this in Ephesians, and he said, We wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's not the thing that gives us problems. But it's principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, that should tell us right there in, in that alone that our, uh, the world's problems. And I'm going to encompass, include the entire world in this. The world's problems is because of spiritual wickedness in high places. And uh, Mr. Kahn in his book said, beware when you're exposed or when you understand this stuff uh, that, that the battle might get a little greater. Well, some's battling about all they can handle right now. But I think uh, knowledge is power, and I think so much more in the Word of God, growing grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Study to show thyself to prove the workman needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. And so that, that brings me to my scripture here in Matthew chapter 12. And, and I wasn't going to read it all, but to get in context, and I, I think I need to start in uh, verse 38 here and, uh, and read this. And, uh, but I'm interested in verses 43 through 45. Now, some of you were here, and I, I don't have my old preaching Bible. Uh, I'm, I'm breaking, this is about two years old or something. But uh, I'd preached out this, I've got notes in it, I'd preached out this a couple of times. The bottom of this, the bottom of this, uh, uh, forty-three through forty-five, and 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 I applied that like what I had read after, and it and I, I personalized it. Well, that's not really what he does here, and that's what not what the Lord done in this particular verse. I'll show it to you in just a second. I told Pat, I said, I can't believe I've read that that many times and not caught that. I mean, but, but I've I seen it when I read uh, Mr. Kahn's book, uh, Brother Kahn, Brother Jonathan. I ought to call him Brother Jonathan. This guy's... Uh, 
So verse 38 of Matthew 12, are you there? Shout amen. amen. Then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. The Jews wanted a sign. They're always seeking a sign. Jesus answers them. But he answered and said unto them, an evil and adulterous generation. You ought to underscore that right there because that's who he's talking to through the rest of this. Seeketh after a sign. And there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonas. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. We preached on that here before about Jesus preaching to the spirits and, and some believe one way on that, but some believe another. But the fact of the matter is, praise God, he done some preaching. The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this, what's the word? Generation. And shall condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonas and behold, a greater than Jonas is here. The queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with this what? Generation. And shall condemn it for she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and behold, a greater than Solomon is here. Now, he gives an illustration. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, that's how we all start out. Would you not agree? Uh, we are, uh, all we like sheep have gone astray. Everyone has turned to his own way. He walketh through dry places. Now, what did he say about this? This word spirit here can be demon. And he's got, he walketh through dry places and seeking rest and findeth none. You know why? Because demons are parasites. And they need a host. And don't be the host. Now, I don't believe that demon can indwell a saved person or the scripture would be uh, wouldn't be accurate. Greater is he that is in me, am I there? Than he that is in this world. But indwelling and influencing are two different things and you can certainly be influenced by them. Don't think for a moment that you're above being influenced by a demon. And what do they need? A host. So what does that say about them? They're in somebody. Then he saith, I will return unto my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. The key to that is, the word garnished means decorated, but the key to this is that it wasn't occupied. It wasn't occupied. The Bible said, give no place to the devil. Many have opened the, cracked the window and some have opened the door. And he'll take his place. And I said this morning, he wasn't omnipresent, but he's got a lot of helpers. And I've been doing 
some word study on this and 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 fallen angels and demons some say they're different others dogmatically say it's the same thing all I know is this that's a little above my pay grade but I know this I know it is capable of people being possessed by a demon or an evil spirit it's all in the Bible so really I'm not concerned with whether they're the fallen angel my point is according to scripture that they are very much alive and present in the time of Christ and also today then he goeth and he taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter in and dwell there and the last state of that man is worse than the first now watch this this I've never seen this sometimes we lead, read the end of the verses and we just continue on to the next verse and he's 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 the end of the verse is making the the, the dogmatic statement even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation. So they had started out asking for a sign. He said, here's the sign for this generation. I'm going to be in the heart of the earth. Here's another sign for this generation. The men of Nineveh will judge you by this bunch. And, 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 and so, and here's another one. The queen of Sheba I mean the queen of the south will rise up in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it. But when he says here, even so shall it be also under this wicked generation. <clears throat> we know that prophecy has a near and far application often. And I, I believe after reading uh, Brother Johnson's book that it's applicable right here. Generation here, the, the word in the Greek, I'll not try to pronounce it, but the word in the Greek also means nation. So it can be, it can be a generation and it can be a nation. Now the idea that the principle here is that this thing, that it started out one way and it ended up worse than it started out and it wasn't good when it started in the first place. So we see this. Now I know, Randy said it this morning, Whether the, no matter what kind of new history book they get for you, you ought to go to Jamestown, or you ought to go to uh, 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 Williamsburg, thank you. I just looked at her. I could read what she's thinking. Williamsburg, and, and just read, just read it, praise God. There's an accurate record of what occurred when they showed up here. And if you think this thing wasn't built on Judeo-Christian foundation, then you're mistaken. You're just mistaken. That's why they come. That's what they established. 
That's why they wanted freedom of worship. That's what they did. That attack started out. And all these buffoons out here that's saying that's not right, they're wrong. They're just wrong. I mean, the Mayflower, you know, there really was a compact. <laughs> Jamestown really existed. And when you, and you had to go to church, you went to church every day. It's a good visit. You ought to go out there and just, just go and read. Why are you saying all that, preacher? Because I'm saying that I'm afraid today and I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to expose these three, just three, but it's the three main ones in his book that today I would consider us, uh, when uh, uh, President Obama said we're no longer a Christian nation, I agree with him. I agree with him. Uh, and I know what it says at the Statue of Liberty. Said who to bring, come all, come what you want. The problem is, the problem is, they bring unbelief with them. And unbelief is an open door for possession. Spiritual. So a possessed nation is what I'm going to title this. And, and, and we're going to look, we're going to look at three different gods, a possessed nation. And we're going to look at three different gods. I'll give you the three tonight, but we won't, I won't expound on any of these three. And the reason I, I'm saying this is because I believe, I believe it's abundantly clear that we're, what's going on in the world today is worse than when, it, when this was, when this, when Jesus spoke this and the Romans were in control. Now you stay with me. What was they doing? What were they doing? In this, when Jesus spoke this to this generation, the thing was they could have had him and everything they done was an outward appearance, dust of swept and garnished, decorated. Everything they done was on the outside. He said they were whitewashed sepulchers full of dead men's bones. In other words, they didn't have the spirit. They had unbelief. They wouldn't receive him as Messiah and Savior and they still don't, a, a, a lot don't. But they were feeding Christians to lions for entertainment. There's three things that the culture of this day thrived on. They thrived on sex. They lived for eating or gluttony and for entertainment. Hello. That's what they live for. They entertain themselves by feeding people to lions. We're not far from that. So, oh, no, we're not. No, we're not. Listen, the bloodier it gets, the better people like it. So in this, with that in mind, when Jesus is speaking this to that culture in that day, and we're thinking, my goodness, could it get any worse? Listen, prostitution, homosexuality, the 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 gluttony, the, the just feasting, party, all is a continual party, entertainment. The Romans had all the people around them, slaves doing all the work. All they done was party time. There's no and the and the work was done by by well basically free labor. They fed them, but that's about all. 
So Jesus is speaking these words to that culture that day. And, and now I know this is a Jewish audience. I know what Matthew is. Matthew's a Jewish audience. The king's talking to the, to the people of the kingdom and they're not paying him no mind. But he's, I think, if that word generation can mean nation, I think that's applicable. I agree with Brother Khan that it's applicable to other nations as well and not just to Israel, but it could speak, it could speak to Rome. Well, something's about to happen. And in his book, you might have read it, you might not have read it. And, and, uh, uh, but in his book, he's talking about when, when these spirits or gods, now watch this, I'm gonna go somewhere right here. We read about all these false gods and when I read this out of the Bible, I'll, I'll probably be, I'll take it up some out of Deuteronomy and Romans or, or Deuteronomy, Psalms and 1 Corinthians. And so we see an Old Testament and a New Testament version of it speaking about gods. The gods were false. Let me make my point. When Elijah's up on Mount Carmel, they're crying out to Baal, Baal, and that, but I call it Baal, but it's really Baal. Baal, when they're calling out to him, you know what happens? Nothing. But you want to see how the, you want to see how the spirit that was attached to him worked? They'd go to cutting themselves. Now they're a bloody mess. And still nothing's happened. Why? The God's false, but the spirit's real. The spirit that's attached to these false gods, you better know that they're alive and well today. We just don't see them, but we see the effects of them. Every day, Jimmy. You know what the Palestinians, you know why they throw them however many rockets at Israel, a whole bunch, and got this thing started? I'm sure they're wishing now they hadn't, but they got it started. You know why they've done that? They're being, they're being influenced or possessed by a spirit that is not of God. Say, so, well, I don't believe that, preacher. I'm going to prove it in the next few Sunday nights. The first, the first false god we're going to look at is Baal. 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 B-A-A-L. We're going to, we're going to investigate that bird and, and see. Now, the god's false. God's false. But the spirit's real. That's why, that's why God's man was so hard against it. Because when you put this thing up, you know what you're doing? When you put that thing up there and that becomes your God, you're inviting a spirit that's attached to that to influence you. Now, I don't believe all this, preacher. Well, listen, you're in the majority. Most people don't believe it. Baal's going to be the first one. Then we're going to look at Molech. Now, Molech, Molech, and, and you know, when I say this, you'll know where I'm going down the road with it. Molech's the baby killer. So you think, you think it's worse now than it was in the day when they're sacrificing them babies? Listen, by the, by the sheer number alone, it's worse now than it was then. They didn't do it every day. They'd done it at certain times of the year. They'd have a feast, they'd burn a baby. 
And they burned, one king, one, one king of Judah burned his own children, Manasseh. So the, Molech, Molech is connected with that spirit. Tell me it's not real. But the third one, and I think the most dangerous one that we're going to touch on, and I may take more than one night with her, is Ishtar. Baal, Molech, and Ishtar. And when we, be, when we begin to explain, and I, I checked him out, Brother Dwayne. I thought, I wonder if it's how accurate this guy is. So it's like I left it out of the message this morning. I'm talking about checking stuff out. I left it out of the message this morning about how David, it just didn't seem to fit in there. How David was, why he was opposed by his brothers and his mother wasn't the mother of them and they thought that he was a bastard child and thought that he was a, he wasn't even, didn't even belong to the father. And that's why they hated David. And I heard this preacher preach that and I thought, how did he know all that? Well, I looked it up in Jewish history. You can find it and that's accurate. It's like learning about George Washington. Right there it was. In the Hebrew story. He, and one guy said, oh yeah. I said, all the Jews know that. I'm thinking, boy, I didn't know it. I know it now. I'm just saying there's some things there that, 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 that we sometimes, so I check out, I check out Mr. Kahn, Brother Jonathan, and these dates that he had about what occurred in New York City at a specific time on specific dates and had it lined up with things that happened back in B.C. dates in Mesopotamia blew me away, dead on it. It's got to do with Ishtar and where we're at in America today. I'm going to tell you, that shit isn't going to be popular, but I'm not in a popularity contest. That's why I think we would qualify in America as a possessed nation. So I don't think we are. Listen, there's a lot of good folks out here, but I'm in a lot of churches and my friend Cal Ray and I sat at a table together the other night and he started naming churches that used to run 250 and 300 people and he showed me a picture of one. It's, it's a bigger church than this church and they had a revival and they had 20 people in it. You know what's wrong? They're loving the wrong God. They've been influenced by the wrong spirit. And tell me, tell me, I can prove you're in a honey hole right here. You're in a honey hole. You don't even know it, but you're in one. Listen, it's not because I'm the pastor, it's, it, and it's not because you come. It's because God chose to put his presence in this place. He just chose to bless this place. Praise God. We're in a honey hole right here. And that's why some's coming in and out. They don't care much for the honey, and they're going to the party land and, and surrounding churches. Praise God for parents that's bringing their kids to hear the truth. To hear the truth. What will the truth do? Set you free, praise God, day plus. That's right. Even so shall it also be also under this wicked generation. Two things there has to qualify in order for this to happen. One, wickedness. That's moral failure. 
Would you say we qualify for that? Has anybody been to Nashville, Tennessee in the last year? Been to Nashville? It's not to Nashville, but I'll, listen, my cousin lived in Nashville when I was a boy. And my uncle took me down there to hang out one summer. And we got on bicycles and we rode all over the place. That's a wonder I'm still alive. But there was no concern about being abducted, hurt, molested, or taken into captivity. We rode, and we were just boys and rode our bicycles all over the place and we were home by supper time because we didn't have no money and that's the only place we had something to eat. Different world now. We'll not be down there at certain times of the day. Randy and I were in uh, Atlanta, Georgia seeing Red Marmon. It was about 3 o'clock in the morning, 2, 2 o'clock something. We left the hospital down there. Security guy caught us at the, as we started, started, he seen us come down the elevator. We got off the elevator. Security guy caught us. He said, hey, 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 you guys, don't go out that door over there. I said, really? Oh, no. He said, he said matter of fact, where you parked? I told him where we parked. He said, oh, there's a guard out there. He said, I'll walk with you to the door. He said, you'll be all right on that side of the building. Don't go out over there. And that was, I don't know when Red passed. It's been several years ago now. It's got worse. I say we qualify as wicked. And generation can mean nation there. And so I think it's applicable to these around the world where this happening. What's going on in India with children today is deplorable. It's awful. What's transpired in other places in the world, they have to guard their children with their lives. Some of them come steal their children. Wicked nations. <clears throat> and I believe, I believe that Brother Jonathan was spot on because of the possession of these three gods. And when, it, when we go through them, you're going to say, you know what? I think that's right. Why? I'm going to say, I'm not throwing off on our ball teams. Don't, don't, don't flog me. I got a bass boat, not throwing off on the fishermen, the golfers, whatever your thing is. Uh, you girls shopping. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not, but I'm going to tell you. The ball fields and the shopping centers are full. And 20 people at a revival in a great big church. I mean, a, at one time, a power church. People were just coming in. In the great generation, Brother Branch's generation, that generation just about, he's one of the few holdouts. He's one of the last of the Mohicans. But that generation's going to be gone. And in my generation, it's not far behind him, 23 years or something, Dennis will be gone. And if Jesus don't come, where's that going to leave the next generation? 
when they're offended at the word of God, conviction will make you mad. But it's Burger King salvation. Have it your way. That's not the Bible way. And I believe more now after reading. Uh, I've not had. A, I'm not. I've read. I, I read quite a bit. Not not as much as my wife. She read a book in, in, in one setting the other day. Sat down two hours. She's done. <clears throat> Takes me a little longer than that. But I'm not. I've I've not read a book that has that has. I'll say influenced me or stirred my mind like this book has in, in, in some time. And I've read several. But this just spoke to me. And I believe God wants me to speak it to the church. And there'll be some watching this thing. And you can buy the book and read it for yourself. And, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm just going to try to use, I don't want to uh, uh, use his material, but I am going to use his thought. Because it stirred me so much on this. And I'm going to warn, I'm going to, look here. I'm going to warn the mamas and the daddies. And I'm going to warn, warn the, 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 the grandpas and grandmas and the children. And if you're not, uh, uh, I'm going to warn the church people. <clears throat> and when you see it, when you see it, you're going to say, that's it right there. So you know, when, let me give you a great illustration right here. Just come to me. So I'm cruising down the interstate, Tony, cruising. No. No, can't lie. But it was cruising. And something popped up on Pat had Apple Play or Go Away or have ways. Something was on the dashboard and popped up and said, police officer spotted right up here. You know what I've done? I mashed that button down about three notches. I'm risking it right here, but I think I can get by with it. I'm going to leave it set. Now, why did I do that? Because I was aware of what was just down the road. And that's what he has opened my eyes to some things. Well, it's not down the road. We're living in it every day, and it's found, listen, it has found Crossville, Tennessee. This is stuff we used to hear about in Atlanta, Charlotte, one of the big metropolitan areas. It's come to hometown USA. I'm just going to say it, and I'm bold about it. Listen, if we'd had two boys holding hands in high school when I was there, Life would have been bad. It'd just been bad. Say, it shouldn't be that way. Well, there's a reason. There's a, there's a reason. There's a spirit. There's a spirit. Absolutely. And it's violent and vicious. And sadly, it's effective. Principalities and powers. And this may not interest you at all, but it might interest a few. Come back next Sunday. Well, next Sunday night. Next Sunday night, I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to expose Baal. 
I'm going to try to expose him. And we'll, we'll, we'll bring a little more thing and, and about Constantine and how, how this was, how, how this thing was driven out, driven out. So it was looking for somewhere to go. And it found other places. Don't be the house for it. Brenda, come play me something on the piano. And I'm not, listen, help me right here, Lord. I'm sorry that that has happened to these people that it's happened to. Because it's only by the grace of God that it's not me. And I'll go on record and say, I have been influenced at certain times in my life by that, by some of these. And you probably have and just don't realize what it was that was influencing you at that time. We ain't no match for it. Don't you get to thinking that you are, but I know who is. Bless the Lord. I know one, praise God, that they can't come against. I know the one that has all power in heaven and earth. I know the one that holds the keys to death and hell. We read it tonight. I know the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. Praise God. He's my helper. He's my king. Hey, nothing can touch me. It doesn't pass through his hand. Let the devil do what he can. He can't touch him. Let's stand for just a minute. She's going to play a verse, of course. If you need to pray about something, I don't want to leave without giving an opportunity. Father, I love you. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.